welcome to A Court of Three Strands, the Palatine Institute's podcast on creating Christian culture. Through this show, we hope to provide a resource of education and encouragement for students, parents, and leaders about the revival of Christian values in our community. On A Court of Three Strands, we'll focus on the three foundational strands that make a strong, flourishing Christian culture, the church, the family, and education. We desire to order these things around God's word to advance Christ's kingdom and so glorify him and bless our community. My name is Ron Young, former headmaster at Providence Academy and founder of the Palatine Institute. And I'm Allison Tuttle, a wife and mother and the director of the Palatine Institute. Through our conversations, we look forward to sharing fellowship, knowledge, and practical wisdom for his glory here on A Court of Three Strands podcast. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome back to A Quarter of Three Strands, the Palatine Institute's podcast on creating Christian culture. This is episode five of season seven. And this season, just as a reminder, again, is entitled Burning Yet Flourishing Part Two. And today we plan to discuss um, the spiritual disciplines of fasting and chastity. Yes. Yes. This is the uh, the big teaser to get people to look at it like, wow, what? Chastity. Um I, I would not have classified that as a spiritual discipline. Yeah. So I was only going to put fasting because if we look at, um, if we look at what we're, you know, last uh, episode, we talked about um, two habits of preparation of silence and solitude. And, and these have to do with um, the absence of uh, abstaining from yep. uh, words and people. And, and epi- this episode is dealing again with, abstinence um so technically we're going to use um john calvin's understanding of fasting from his institutes of the christian religion he explains in his institutes that um fasting is a, a practice whereby we withdraw some we withdraw something from the normal regimen of living uh-huh. that 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 he says is fasting it's not just abstaining from food so in in that in that category um we would see chastity, um, this uh, refrain from sexual activity as a type of fasting, yeah. so a subcategory. And and the reason I put it out there is just is because um, Paul talks about it specifically in First yeah. Corinthians chapter seven. He says, "Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time, that you may devote yourselves to prayer." but then come together again so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So, yeah. So Paul's talking about this abstaining from something that in order to pray. And, and this fits in with what John Calvin talks about in, in terms of fasting, that it's to be for a limited time. It has some sort of purpose behind it. Yeah. Um, particularly prayer. So we're going to talk about, um, this idea of a spiritual discipline of abstaining from something that's part of our normal life yeah, in order to prepare for, um, uh, God's word and, mm-hmm. and for prayer. So if, if you remember, um, we've been talking about spiritual disciplines as, um, these habits of attending, uh, to and receiving God's word. Um, so the, the, this brief review, um, you'll hear it over and over again, I think it said, 
the Westminster Shorter Catechism had talked about um, how we're to receive his word. Um, he talks about attending uh, through diligence, preparation, and prayer, and receiving um, by faith and love. In other words, not just to know, but to believe, trust, and love. And to lay it up in our hearts, that's the word the catechism uses, which we talk about as being as remembering and cherishing. And then of course practicing God's word. So if we're gonna if we're gonna receive his word, we need to to practice it as well. Yeah. So the disciplines, um, how we're coming across it, spiritual disciplines have to do with these attending and receiving practices. Um, again, it's not our effort. It's, it's not, these are the things that don't make us uh, saved or sanctified because we talked about salvation as being like the big umbrella word and there's justification. That's God's grace does it. He gives us faith to receive it. It's, it's all him. Um, there's also sanctification. That is this process by which the spirit and the word are making us uh, conform to the image of, of his son. Mm-hmm. And then there's glorification. That is at the end when, when we see Christ face to face, we're changed in the twinkling of an eye. Um, it's, it's, uh, we, we're glorified. So this, this spiritual disciplines are helping us to attend and receive their habits that help us in the attending and receiving God's word that are, that these things will be, um, effectual, more effectual in our lives. Wow. How was that for an introduction? So this is the, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Allison and I had this great idea that we should do a podcast. And, um, for the last, you know, many seasons, it's been, uh, it's been great. And then, um, all of a sudden it's like, you know, we got to get together and podcast. When are we going to podcast? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's like five in the morning. It's raining. It's raining. It's cold. It's very dark. And we thought, yes, we should do it at five in the morning. (laughs) So I'm very proud of myself for that introduction. We're very committed to this podcast. Yes, we are. (laughs) So if we seem loopy, you know what? And depriving ourselves of sleep. That's right. It's like we're fasting from sleep, (laughs) except I don't see that as really a good discipline. Yeah. Although there, there is, there is the time. I mean, you could say Jesus talked to his disciples and say, stay awake and, and pray. And they, and their flesh was weak, weak, (laughs) but not ours, Allison. We're here. (laughs) We're we're here. All right. So where's that going at? Oh yes. Abstaining from things. So this is, this is kind of an odd thing. Like how does abstaining from thing how how should that be a habit in order for us to attend or receive God's word? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I I think there's 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 two things. I think one is it, in abstaining from from things, it it ought to match kind of what we're doing. Like, what's our mm-hmm. what, what's going on in our lives that we we need to, we need to hear from God. Mm-hmm. Um, typically this is in, um, in times of contrition, uh, for sin, we're struggling against our flesh or in lamentation, like when, when something bad has gone or something. So there's a big, big threat. Yep. 
So if you, if you think of in the, the, the Bible, the Old Testament in particular, when there's big trouble coming, often, uh, you know, enemies going to attack or there's some sort of uh, disease or pestilence, um, the, the leaders of the nation, either, you know, a king or priest, uh, call for uh, fasting. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and in that, it's, it's, uh, it's matching the circumstances right? It's, it's, um, they're, they're not eating. Um, they, they actually change into often sackcloth and put, put ashes on their head or, um, they're, they're not keeping them. They're not trimming their beards or, you know, whatever they're, they're, um, or oil. And, and it's a, it's a way in which their appearance and their, um, this deprivation is matching their circumstance. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a sinner and I'm unworthy and there's something and I'm, I'm physically, um, I'm physically looking that way and, and feeling that way because of my lack of eating or, you know, mm-hmm. what have you, mm-hmm. um, seeking for God's mercy. Uh, and so that, that, that's an appropriate thing. Now, now Jesus, the, the habits of the, uh, Jews during Jesus time were that, people fasted, um, twice a week. And, um, often what they would do is it became an opportunity to show everyone how righteous they were. So rather than it being a, a fast in which they're really internalizing, you, you might say that the occasion, yeah. um, they would, they would use it as a show like, Oh, look how horrible that's, you know, how righteous I am because I'm taking this fast seriously. And it's just to get praise of men. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jesus said, don't do that. Don't, you know, take a shot, like fast, but don't make it. Um, apparent. Apparent. Yeah. Right. And, the, and, and you, and, and I'm, I'm sure that um, most of our audience are, are Protestant Christians mm-hmm. and probably reformed Protestant Christians. Not, not everyone. I know that. But um, it, and when we hear fasting, a lot of times we think of, primarily Lent mm-hmm. and, and things. And I've all, I've had experiences of Lent being this, you know, showcase of how, you know, great of a, a, a person I am because I'm giving up this for Lent and, yeah. you know, people share it on Facebook or they, they talk about it or as like this, um, badge, this badge. Yeah. And, and that's not the, that's, and so I think that turns us off from, from that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But what Jesus is, is teaching us is like, is it matters to God. And so make it between you and God. Um, and so if there's this, this sin you're struggling with, um, or there's bad things going on, you know, job loss, um, you need that job and it's been, it's been tough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe start fasting and praying. Again, it, it, the the scriptural thing from First Corinthians is what is what John Calvin kind of refers to. You, you know, this deprivation of whatever it might be of something that's of a, a normal regime uh, regimen of your living, food, or in, in the in Paul talking about sex or. Um, or what, what it might be, 
do that, deprive of your, deprive yourself of that in a connection with what you're praying for and asking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the, that's the key, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so here's, here's part of the problem. We're going to talk about prayer and life in the spirit is our next episode. I think part of the, the part of it is, is that our prayer life and things that we do can sometimes just feel like we're going through the motions of something. Right. And, and unfortunately, sometimes it can, we think that it's, um, it's like we're pulling a lever, like we're forcing, like God is this mystical entity out there or a, a non-personal power mm-hmm. and that our actions, our rituals, our, our um, thing is just helping us to tap into some power for our own self, right? That's, yeah. that's, a, that's paganism. Mm-hmm. Um, or like some sacrifice you bring to him in order to merit some, yeah. some action by him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. my fasting or my giving up of something means that I deserve something. Right. Yeah. yeah it's mm-hmm. I'm pulling the lever. I just need to do the right prayer. I just need to do the right trick. I just need to, you know, um, and, and it's, it is so easy for human beings to fall into this. Mm-hmm. But, but ladies and gentlemen, what I'm asking you to do is think, remember, this is, this is God, our father. And, and we have, we are, we are adopted in his family through Jesus, our brother, mm-hmm. our Lord, our, our, like, um, we have, the relationship we have is familial. It's it's not um, it's not a mechanic. Mechan, and see, it's five in the morning. That's okay. Mechan, Can, me- mechanistic. Thank you. You're welcome. I, can, <laughs> I can't. Sure. So what I'm finding out is at five in the morning, I have to limit my words to like two or three syllables. I can't <laughs> go beyond that. Or um, mechanistic. Anyway, um, mechanical. Mechanical. Yeah, it's not. It's not that way. Um, and I, and I think this is where the people in their mind, in, at least in American evangelical circles, I think they think of that as religious, right? Mm-hmm. This is religion. Religion is the mechanism. I can say that word. How about that? Religion is the mechanism by which we get the deity to do what we want. Mm-hmm. And, and if that's your, in your mind, the definition of religion, then you're, you're right to be wary of that. that. That's not how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I can't just like, I need to be forgiven. I need God to forgive me and to have someone say, okay, say, you know, uh, two Hail Marys and, the, and an Our Father. And then that's, you know, like, okay, I'm putting those coins in the machine and pulling the lever and I get a reward of forgiveness. Yeah. That's not how it works. It's, it's personal. It's, it is personal. It's this, this stuff matters. He's our father. Um, if you ask him for a loaf of bread, he's not going to give you a snake. Right. Right. Our, our earthly father wouldn't do that. How much more our heavenly father will give us good things. Those who ask. Right. So can I ask a question about this? Yes. Um, let's say you're fasting and praying. I guess the, the instances in which you have suggested fasting and praying are not like you want this thing. Right. To happen or something. It's more a matter of aligning your heart with the will of God. Yes. Um, as it relates to sin. Yes. Or even a potential job 
But the the goal in the fasting and praying is not that God would give you what you want necessarily, but that you would be trusting in God's purpose for you. Yes, that's mm-hmm. perfect. Because if if we go to um, Westminster Shorter um, Catechism, it, question 98 is, um, the question is, what is prayer? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, do you have that? I do. Allison, what is prayer? Prayer is an offering up of our desires unto God for things agreeable to his will in the name of Christ with confession of our sins and thankful acknowledgement of his mercies. Okay. So next um, next episode, we're going to talk primarily about prayer, this idea of prayer and life in the spirit. But but you, I just want to point that out because of, of where our conversation is going. Th- this prayer is offering up our desires unto God for things agreeable to his will. Mm-hmm. So when... So I have a, say I have a job loss or something um, is not going right at work or there's some. A decision to make. A decision to make or there's, you know, or, or, uh, you know, this might hit home even, even more, a a spouse that is ill or sick. Mm -hmm. Um, Asking for healing or asking for a job or things like that. These are things that are my desire, but they're also agreeable. They they might be agreeable to God's will. These are perfect things to pray for. Mm -hmm. These are the the things that I might uh, fast and pray over. Mm -hmm. What, What we have to understand is, again, it's a personal relationship with, with a personal God who has brought us into his family by the blood of his own son. Like he loves us and cherishes us as his children. Mm -hmm. And so when we fast and we pray in this manner, um, what we get out of it is an understanding like I have, I have done the job of a son or a daughter. Mm -hmm. I've, I have recognized my own uh, weakness and my own fault. I can, I can say, look, um, I might not have unjustly been fired. I could have done better at my job. Mm-hmm. I have probably taken, maybe I've taken advantage of the goodness of this gift and, and blown it. I, mm-hmm. or, or, and, and not even know it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just know that I'm in need and I'm going to my heavenly father asking and, and I'm, I'm begging, I'm, humbling myself through, through my effort of fasting, mm-hmm. um, of, of what, whatever it might be. And, um, and what the end result could be is, um, God opening our hand to us. Um, it might be the healing. It might be that job. It might be that, or it might not be. Mm-hmm. And what we have to understand is all, all things are being given to us. And what, what we come away with is knowing that, okay, this isn't what God wants for me. Right. There's something that God has in store and it's different and it's different from what my will is. Uh-huh. Um, so what my desire was, was not agreeable to his will, but his will is going to be better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it's going to be more comfortable. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be nicer. It's going to be better in the big scheme of things. Right. And better for you. Yep. And better for your soul. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, what's his purpose in sanctifying us? 
it's to conform us to the image of the sun. Right. His goal in sanctify us isn't to make us healthy, wealthy, and wise. Right. Right. Well, wisdom is in there because that's being conformed to his image. I was just using Benjamin Franklin. I don't know. That's his quote. But I, I think for, for the number of Christians, especially in the, the prosperity gospel that's being preached a lot in our world, that somehow we think that, you know, God is this great father and he just wants to give us good things. And those good things we think of as ch- are material. Right. He wants to give us um, good health and, and, um, and riches. Well, yes and no. Like those are those are good things, and and he's not going to deprive his people of, of the things that we need. But his goal is our sanctification. Mm-hmm. And um, for most of us, like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of us, um, often the giving of things like health and wealth uh, lead us in ways that aren't necessarily good for us. Right. We, we have to be trained. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and if we look at Proverbs and the wisdom literature, um, you know, the, the, the promises of these good things um, typically come through uh, a growth in wisdom and good habit. Mm-hmm. And, and most of what the health and wealth prosperity gospel is pursuing is not. Oh, from that vantage point. From that point. vantage point. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, I have another question for you. Yes. Can you help me slash us understand the connection between the physical deprivation and the spiritual? Yeah. I think one, it's it's getting us out of our own normal routine, mm-hmm. right? So we have habits of how we live. Mm-hmm. And when we, when we um, change those habits abruptly, um, it, it makes a, it, it makes it, there's a difference going on in our life. Like that, it has a jarring effect. It does. Of. Yeah. And so, um, so part of it is, is, isn't just abstinence for the sake of abstinence. It's, it's, there's a replacement going on there. So mm-hmm. I'm consciously not going to partake in this so that I can pray. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that there's this, this when there's the pangs of hunger um, from fasting from food, um, there's a reminder of our own frailty and our need for God. Yeah. Like in, in, a, um, in our time and place, it could be relatively easy for someone to forget God. Mm-hmm. Right. right. When everything's going well. Yeah. All our needs are met. Yeah. I think of, you know, 9-11. Uh, so I'm. I'm an old guy and it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Mm. It was like 22 years ago. Yeah. Um, I remember when our, our country was attacked, all of a sudden everyone was filling churches and praying. Mm-hmm. It, we, I think, understood for, for that moment our vulnerability that like our lives could be taken at a, at a moment's notice and not, and we're never, we don't usually think that. Right. Um, and as Americans, like this was. A sobering event. A sobering event. Yeah. At, at the one, like, oh yeah, there's evil. Yeah. And two, we're going to, there's death and we can die. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and we all look at, and we, no one's going, oh, well, those people deserved it. 
right? Yeah. It was like this was just this t- attack, and it 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 was indiscriminate. Mm-hmm. Um, it well, I mean, in in terms of the people occupying the those actual buildings, individuals, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and and I think um, and and I think this is a hard part. We live in America, for crying out loud. Like how long before everyone forgot that? Mm-hmm. Like it was a blip. Mm-hmm. I mean, churches were full. I, I at the time, I, I was a campus. I did some uh, ca- ministry on uh, ca- the campus at UWGB. I, I taught there part time, and then I, I had a, um, a ministry out there. And um, we had a prayer vigil at the um, ecumenical center, and it was packed. Like, where are these students during the? Yeah, <laughs> they're just. It was just packed with students wanting to pray and to to um, and many of them were not particularly religious, mm-hmm. but they felt the need to come and pray. Mm-hmm. And I and I think this is this is why a habit of fasting from time to time, um, particularly when there's these needs, a time to lament, a time to to confess, um, is is helpful to remind us of our own morality, mortality. Yeah. See, morality. Mortality. Like our own weakness. Our own weakness. Our own dependence on God. And need for him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we, while we have plenty, um, to, to go without is unusual. Right. So we do it on purpose. Yeah. Um, the, the other part, and I'm going to, as we kind of get into some, some thoughts. So, most of what we've talked about with abstaining it would fit into that preparation part, uh-huh. right? I'm hearing, I'm, I'm, I'm fasting and I'm praying. I'm asking for forgiveness. I'm asking for victory over some sort of sin. I'm asking um, that God will help uh, in, in comfort and whatever in the lamentation. Um, and I'm waiting to hear a word. I'm, I'm, that's, that's that idea. There's also the receiving aspect of it. And this is going to sound really, really, um, maybe not, not so much. If, if you if you remember, um, Jesus at the last supper, he says to his disciples, this is from Matthew 26, 29. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool. So I, I remembered one time I, um, I, 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 had, I had a really good group of friends in high school, like these guys, we just did stuff and it was crazy stuff and good stuff. And we we're good friends. I mean, it was like by good friends, not meaning, I mean that we acted well as friends, mm-hmm. you know, there's, um, and, uh, we went off to college. Um, some of them all went to the same, some of them went to the same school, but many of us went our separate ways and we hadn't seen each other for a long time. And I just remembered coming back at Christmas um, vacation and hanging out at um, Pat's house and, um, and just, um, we just had a great time of catching up and um, it's like we, we kind of hoisted our, our beverages. We, you know, we're not 21 yet, but it was the, uh, and just, it was like, going, we got to do this, next year, like until we meet again, kind of this thing. And it was this, it, it creates this celebration. And then it was also like this longing, like, 
oh, then Christmas is coming, the next Christmas, and you're like going, can't wait to get together again. Yeah. So there's this this idea, even that it, as Jesus brings up this the the Lord's Supper, um, instituted the Lord's Supper, says I could drink again until I drink it anew with you, and like, and there's this aspect of um, an abstinence that that is creating longing, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And and so one of the practices of the church, and I'm saying the church with a big C, because um, this was happening all before there was a Protestant Reformation, and and, and I think this st- still continued for for quite a while. But that um, Sundays, the Lord's Day, is not a fasting day; like it's a day to feast. Yeah. But the practice of a lot of a lot of Christians, or through a lot of church history, was um, not to break fast breakfast. Mm-hmm until after you had the Lord's Supper. Mm. So there was this idea of an, of an abstaining. It's not for a long period. It's just um, when I, I'm not going to eat anything when I wake up and I'm the first taste in my mouth is, is the Lord's Supper. And, um, and that begins uh, the rest of the day of celebration. It's a feasting day. Of feasting. Yeah. Right. So the, the breaking fast when, when you're eating and drinking and in Christ's kingdom. Mm-hmm. And this, this, so there becomes this, this, um, you know, I don't know, but I wake up hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for, for those that don't know me, I'm a large man. Um, I'm really good at eating. And you like it. <laughs> I, I like it. Yeah. I love, it's good. I'm really good at it. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I do enjoy food. And, um, and so I wake up hungry. I just do. There, there are times when, in my life where I have, woken up because I'm hungry, I'll go get a snack and then I'll go back to bed. Like, seriously, I know you guys are like going, why am I listening to this guy? (laughs) I feel like Jim Gaffigan is in my head now. (laughs) Like this guy is crazy, but, um, but waking up and, and not eating or eating very little or something. And then it just, it's, it's, it's kind of this preparation and, and part of it is the receiving of um, God's word and his supper, um, that has, it has brought about this longing and then this cherishing aspect of it. And, and just that doing this in remembrance of him and longing again for his return, um, and to be with him in, in the, so, so that's, that's, you know, part of it. It's, you know, um, when your spouse is absent for a period and um, you're just reminded of of uh, their absence. You know, you're talking on the phone and I'll see you tomorrow, you know, and there's this anticipation that yeah. you're going to see your beloved um, and to come together again, right? There's, it's, it's kind of like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes fasting can act like that. Or I'm going to, I'm going to bring up a, a, a a Catholic tradition. And I think it's also in Orthodox circles. I'm not sure it's ever been popular in Protestant circles. Um, but eating fish on Fridays has been this idea of, um, I'm going to abstain from all meat except for fish mm-hmm. on the, on Fridays because our Lord was crucified. His, his body was given 
And so we're going to, we're going to, we're not going to eat flesh. Is that for some reason we don't, we've never counted fish as flesh. I don't know. It's weird. I feel sorry for. I know. They kind of got the short end. They got the short end of the stick. Yeah. You're not really meat. (laughs) You're not really alive. (laughs) I was my Jim Gaffigan's back in my head, the comedian, like, you know, fish, that's practically a vegetable, you know? (laughs) Um, or is that Ron Swanson? I don't know. Anyway, but that, that idea of, uh, it's a, a habit that they've developed in which they're abstaining from something and eating fish in a, in a way to remember the crucifixion. Now, can that become just a cultural, you know, thing? Yes, but it's a very beautiful one. Mm. And, um, but, but that it, but it also begins in the families that do that, a longing for a good fish fry on Friday. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's both, a um, we do this because our Lord died for us on this day mm-hmm. and, and also a way to remember and cherish. Right. So, so these are, this is an, another way of, of, um, that idea of, um, cherishing, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, uh, how you how you do it i i would say um i i have attempted fasting many times I, i'm not gonna say a, a ton but many times um and it's and it's good i think when i've tried to fast from time to time i was expecting some sort of great spiritual experience mm-hmm. That has never happened. Yeah. And I've asked good fasters, I guess you'd say people who do that more regularly. Regularly. And um and they weren't surprised by that at all. And it's not. It's the the idea of fasting is not to gain some sort of experience. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like I'm like I want to become a super Christian and have these amazing experiences with God. No, the idea is is that again it's a personal thing and and when i am fasting it's for a particular purpose for a set amount of time mm-hmm. in in order to present um what i'm needing to god mm-hmm. and and that's all that it is yeah it's an ordinary means of grace yeah so don't ex- so what i'm saying is is by all means fast when there's something mm-hmm. going on Fasting is is good, not because you're going to have some sort of mountaintop experience where you're like, oh, that was great. No, it's it's simply because you're petitioning, yeah, and and begging um, for grace and for mercy and for healing or mm-hmm. these good things. But but don't expect it as some sort of like high you're going to get. It's that's not that's not the purpose. Yeah. And it's not. It's personal. It's not you're manipulating God or something. Yep. Okay. All right. I think we're done. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs>